everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. Y'all left me on the hold for 30 minutes at the end of your show and told me I'm going to get on the air and that just completely ignored me. I was on topic, had a good thing to say, and you just completely ignored me. Elite, you elite mother. Don't give a sh- about the common man and what they have to say. Everything's about you and what you got to say. Bullshit. That was a uh, that's an open mic message we got at the end of the show yesterday. Uh, you know, I've been called a lot of things in my life, but I've never, ever, ever been called elite, which is kind of a new one. But uh, anyway, look, yeah, here's the thing. The president cut us off, man. We all we tried to get to as many phone calls as we could, but then the president ran out into the uh, into the Rose Garden. You remember yesterday because he had that meeting with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, and they were saying all sorts of horrible things to him. Uh, they weren't using the F word or the S word like that guy, but they were using the I word. They want to make this a big deal whether or not they carry the big i word out i can't imagine that but they probably would because they do whatever they have to do i'll I'll tell you there's a danger here yeah there's a danger in using the i word because apparently it's 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 even too horrible to say you can't even say and is it impeachment or is it investigation or i mean i'm guessing it's impeachment the big i word the big i word uh that's donald here's the thing about donald trump and we talked a lot about this yesterday um we were talking it was it was kind of funny he played right into the whole topic by the way thanks so much for joining me it's the mark k show my name's mark k and uh, coming up later on today because it is thursday we will be playing what the bleep which is awesome and with all the stuff going on in the news this week we got some great what the bleeps too so it's gonna be it's gonna i mean it's always fun but it's good this is gonna be super fun uh also a ton of your phone calls if you're trying to get through the numbers toll free 855-765-1045 uh no problem you just dial from anywhere in the country or leave us an open mic message in using our uh, mobile app news 104.5 wokv on the app store or the google play store so donald trump yesterday we were talking about how uh, president trump wants the democrats to impeach him he wants the big i word because it really gives him the upper hand in the election and it gives the democrats the lower hand there was a big article i read after the show and i and i'm thinking i'm thinking more and more that there are there are writers for cnn and writers for fox news that must live stream this show or listen to the podcast or something because a lot of what we say ends up on the news and other outlets and one of the big things was you the democrats don't want impeachment for one big reason they don't want joe biden to have to answer the question about impeachment the last thing the Democrats need is Joe Biden having to answer the question, should Donald Trump be impeached? Because if he answers yes, he loses all the moderates. And if he answers no, he loses all the socialists. 
And there's about 50-50 left in the Democratic Party. So it's a big headache. It's a big pain in the I word for Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and everybody else. Plus, you've got all these young, up-and-coming, uh, you know, kind of millennial, moronic Democrats that were uh, elected to office, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's their, who's their ringleader. And they all, I mean, they ran on a campaign of impeachment. They want Donald Trump impeached because they promised everybody who voted for them in New York City and in Minnesota and wherever else they're from. They promised all these people that Donald Trump would be impeached. That's what they ran on. You know, it's like Donald Trump's wall. Donald Trump's got to build this wall because he told everybody for two years, I'm building a wall. Donald Trump had to lower taxes because he told everyone for two years, I'm lowering taxes. Donald Trump had to get into a trade war with China because he told everyone for two years, we have an unfair trade uh, disadvantage with China. And so these are the now what Donald Trump is doing is he is going through and he is he is one by one checking off his agenda items and he is one by one making sure that everybody knows that he's getting the job done and the things he promised to do are getting done by him. So when it comes time to go back to the polls, boom, no problem reelecting Donald Trump. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Oman and all these other all these other people that came in this this last round to give the Democrats their their majority in the House. All of these all of these young up and comers and a lot of the older ones who won re-election, they did it by doing the same thing. Only their one agenda item was to impeach Donald Trump. So they have to impeach Donald Trump. They need the impeachment process to start now or else they're going to lose their election because as a congressperson. And the, the Congress is up for grabs every two years. Jerry Nadler's in the same boat. He comes from New York. New York is where Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez pulled off one of the biggest upsets in history. I mean, she's a relative. I mean, she was unknown, totally unqualified, yet she won her primary and breezed right into office. And now she's actually a congressperson, like literally actually a congressperson, which a lot of people still have trouble believing. But, you know, unfortunately, it's the truth. And the reason she's there is because she said we need to impeach Donald Trump. And so she can't not do it or else she's she risks her seat in the Congress. And Nancy Pelosi, she's in a precarious position. Half of the Democrats are there. Half of the Democrats won their elections for the House of Representatives because they promised impeachment. And the other half are there because, well, quite frankly, they promised to do other stuff. And impeachment wasn't even on the table because you know, impeachment's a big deal. I mean, look, we, we joke about it here. And Donald Trump, you know, uh, starts calling it the I word. The big I word. I'm sorry, the big I word. The big I word is a big deal. Because it definitely is not, you know, it's like threatening somebody. When you threaten to punch somebody in the face, it's one thing. But when you actually, you know, cock your arm back and start that forward momentum toward their nose, it's a whole different ball game, And it changes the scenario for everyone. And it puts not only the attacker in, or the attacked in a bad light, but it also puts the attacker in a negative light, too. And people are going to realize if they haven't already that this is this is a bunch of ridiculousness. There's no grounds to impeach. There's no reason to impeach. Donald Trump has done nothing wrong. And it's one thing to investigate a guy. But when you start bringing formal charges of impeachment, saying he's unfit for office, all that kind of stuff, it's a whole it's a whole other ballgame. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045 is our number, by the way. 855-765-1045 is our number. Now we're going to get into, uh, we're going to get into a little bit more about this and we'll get some of your phone calls in just a minute. But first, I want you to real, we, we, let's go through the timeline of events 
uh, because it, it gets a little confusing. And yesterday was a busy day. There was a lot of audio. There were a lot of microphones. There were a lot of there were a lot of impromptu speeches being given. There were a lot of press conferences. And basically what happened was Donald Trump was scheduled to meet with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer at the White House. Not just them, but all the major Democrats, a bunch of Republicans coming together to meet on infrastructure. Infrastructure is the one thing is the one thing that the Democrats and the Republicans can pretty much agree on. Trump said it himself. He goes, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. Every American wants new roads. Every American wants new bridges. Every American wants railroads. Every American wants broadband. Everyone American, every American wants to build America up. And so they met a couple weeks ago. They talked about this $2 trillion package. They came to an agreement. They went back to go to their separate corners to work on it, to find the money. And they said, we're going to meet again. We're going to meet again on May 22nd. So May 22nd rolls around and they've got a meeting scheduled for what was it, like 10 a.m. almost. Maybe it was maybe it was like 1030, uh, 1030 a.m. They had this meeting scheduled and they were all at the White House. And Chuck Schumer had his little 35 page report, which he was very excited about. He was going to outline to the president all the things that he thought they should they should work on. And Nancy Pelosi was going to talk to Donald Trump about the money. And Donald Trump was going to say, here's where we're going to get the money. Here's how we're going to make this work. It's going to be a beautiful thing. But just about an hour before that. Not even maybe 30 minutes. Nancy Pelosi walked out of another meeting that she scheduled just prior to this one. And instead of being a constructive meeting, instead of being a meeting where she was going to discuss the future of America and how to continue to make America great and how to rebuild America, she had a meeting with her with her cohorts in the House of Representatives, with the other Democrats, with the chair people of the committee, including Jerry Nadler, including Adam Schiff, all these weirdos who hate Donald Trump. And they had a meeting on the same day she was supposed to discuss a two trillion dollar infrastructure package with the president hours before she met in the basement of the Capitol building and trashed the president and talked about impeachment and discussed the options for impeaching the president and removing the president from office and what they should do and when they should do it and how they should go forward and how they were going to spin it to the press. She had an undercover secret meeting with other Democrats in the House of Representatives about overthrowing the president, impeaching him, trying to get him removed from office just hours before she was supposed to meet with him on rebuilding the country. Now, <laughs> talk, talk about, I mean, look, I'm not saying that's hypocritical, but isn't that a little hypocritical? And so what happened was when she left that meeting, there were cameras there and reporters. And she said something to the reporters that she probably shouldn't have said because it derailed not only her impeachment plans, but also her infrastructure plans. And Donald Trump was watching because Donald Trump's always watching. Donald, they, the one thing they know about Donald Trump is he's always got the news on. And he was watching and he heard what Nancy Pelosi said live. And what she said ticked him off so badly that he canceled the meeting and any future legislative efforts that he needs to work on with the Democrats. We got to take a quick break, but we have what Nancy Pelosi said here. Uh, we're, it's all ready to go. We're going to play that in a minute. We'll play you Trump's reaction and we'll explain what happens from here. 855-765-1045 is the number. You can leave us an open mic message to more of the Mark K Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. <laughs> is making Jacksonville great again. 
You are listening to the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I appreciate it. Jacksonville was pretty great to start with. Uh, I just, you know, I just haven't made it any worse, which is all I can hope for, really. That's just, that's just, I'm going to get a hat that says making Jacksonville not worse than it was when I arrived. That's 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 basically that's my motto. Eight five five. Like you know, don't you know, just don't break anything. Just don't break anything. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. All right. So yesterday we were talking a little bit about what happened and the exact timeline of how things went down. And uh, and and there was this this infrastructure meeting where the Democrats and the Republicans, Donald Trump and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, were all going to come together and do some good to the tune of two trillion dollars for the United States of America. They were going to rebuild the infrastructure. And Nancy Pelosi, just because I don't think she can help herself, she just can't help herself. She's so two faced. She should be in, in the next Batman movie. She should be flipping a coin or whatever. Tommy Lee Jones should play her in the movie of her life. That's how two-faced she is. She basically, on, on, on the same day, the same day, it's like, I don't know if you've ever, have you ever dated two girls at once? Or like maybe you're a girl and you hooked up with two guys on the same day. And then later on they found out about it and they were really angry. This is how, the, this is basically what's happening. Nancy Pelosi is sucking face with two different factions of our government on the same day. And she's not even, she's not even hiding it. She's posting it all over Instagram so that one of them finds out. She goes into a room full of Democrats and says, let's talk about impeachment. I don't. Well, let's talk about the big I word. You know, the big I word. Right. The big I. Well, let's talk about that. Let's figure out how we're going to do it. If we should do it. Let me tell you why we shouldn't do it. Let's maybe figure out the best way to do it. You know, let's and let's exhaust other aspects. And she brought in all of her little minions, all the little all the little aide de camp, all the little people that are doing her dirty work for her, like Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff and everybody else. And she's getting reports from them. You know, she's like the queen and she's just like, you report. And Jerry Nadler goes, well, here's what we're doing. And there was an empty chair and we didn't eat chicken. But now we're going to subpoena 19 other people and hopefully we'll get it done. And then she points to Adam Schiff. And so everybody goes through and, 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 you know, Maxine Waters, they're all there. And they have this big meeting and Nancy Pelosi walks out into the hallway, right into the microphones that are waiting there for her. And she gives this statement. She gives this statement to the press live on television. And we believe that the president of the United States is engaged in a cover up and a cover up. She tells live television cameras just an hour before like, her next stop is is the White House. You know, her next stop is the White House. She leaves this meeting. I guess she goes to the ladies room or the or the little demons room or whatever it is. And then she gets in a car and she goes to the White House for another meeting, this time with the president. And just moments before, she accuses Donald Trump of being involved in a cover up. He's engaged in a cover up. A, a cover of what is the big question? But why would you do that? Because if there's one thing you know about Donald Trump, you know, A, he doesn't take kindly to people insulting him personally. And B, he watches television all the time he watches fox news he watches cnn he's on twitter for crying out loud if you are doing a live press conference he is going to know about it he's going to be watching it he's going to listen and he's going to hear what you have to say and he's not going to take too kindly to somebody who's supposed to be his ally in like 20 minutes working to make america great again working to make infrastructure great again he's not going to take too kindly to you coming out and telling the world and we believe that the president of the united states is engaged in a cover-up which is ridiculous because again we have a 400 page 
Let me grab it here, just so if you're watching online, you can see the visual. Uh, the report on the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election, volume one of two, special counsel Robert S. Mueller, the third uh, author. We have this 430-some-odd page report that describes how not involved in a cover-up the president is. We have this $40 million report that, it, that explains, again, how Donald Trump is not covering up anything. And we have countless members of his uh, of his upper circle his upper echelon who were called to testify including his primary attorney Don McGahn who was very open and very honest and discussed at length with Bob Mueller and the rest of his team how not covering up stuff Donald Trump was and here she is just moments before she's supposed to make peace with the president and work toward the betterment of the country calling him out on national TV so Donald Trump so Donald Trump is like hey yeah, screw that, man. I don't do cover-ups. I walk in to look at people that had just said that I was doing a cover-up. I don't do cover-ups. And then he walked out. And he's like, look, you can do two things. You can either invest in the future of America or you can investigate the president. But you can't do both. So pick. And when you're done with your investigations, I'll be right here ready to legislate with you. Until then, <laughs> Uh, star star no i can't say what i wanted to say star star 951 is our number i'm sorry star star 1045 is our number or 855-765-1045 it's the mark k show on news 104.5 wokv we'll be right back Y'all got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. A couple weeks ago, I talked to Mark K about the Kratom ban over in St. John's County, and he advised me to move to Duval, and here I am, Northwest, baby. Wow, all right. <laughs> Changing lives. What is, hey, if you move out, and uh, I appreciate you taking my advice. I hope it works out for you, too, and if it doesn't, hey, uh, it wasn't my fault. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. Big news, and there's there's an interesting story coming out of Virginia. If you're a pet lover, if you have a dog, we want to get your opinion on this. Um, that's coming up here in just a minute. But first, got to finish up what happened yesterday at the White House, because the White House, it cut off. Uh, it didn't cut off, but we had to, you know, we jumped into an impromptu press conference. No one was expecting it. Nobody knew that Donald Trump was going to walk out into the, into the, uh, the Rose Garden. In fact, I looked at, I was looking at the other Josh and I was looking at Scott. I go, is this live? And Josh, and I was pointing at Josh. I go, was this live? And he's like, oh, what? But then, uh, Scott was like, yes, it is. And so we, we jumped in. We watched it for like 10 or 15 minutes and it was him discussing why he just walked out of the meeting he was supposed to be having with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. I walk in to look at people that had just said that I was doing a cover up. I don't do cover ups. He doesn't do cover ups, folks. He doesn't do cover ups. He lays it all right there uh, on the table for you. So he's like, I'm not investigating. I'm not uh, legislating with you guys. You guys need to stop it. You need to drop these investigations, drop the witch hunt. And when when you're ready to do that, he goes, we're ready to go. We're ready to move on infrastructure. We're ready to do this. But you guys have got to stop. You can't do both. Pick one or pick the other. And, of course, then the Democrats, I mean, they lost it. They had their own press conferences. Schumer was calling him names. Nancy Pelosi was stumbling over her words even more than she normally does. That's how you know she's really upset. When she's normal, she stumbles over her words and she has these long gaps in her and pauses in her sentences. But when she's really upset, it's like, I mean, you can't even understand it. Uh, 855-765-1045 
is the number. We've got Gene from Kingsbury on the line. Gene, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Great, Gene. What did you want to say today, sir? Well, I disagree with uh, one of your statements there. You said that Nancy Pelosi was two-faced, but uh, if she was two-faced, she sure wouldn't be wearing the one that she's wearing right now. <laughs> She'd probably be wearing the other one. Unless the other, unless the other one's even worse. Gene <laughs> ah, from Kingsbury, ladies and gentlemen, give a big, big round, big round, big round of applause. <laughs> Cheryl from the West Side, how are you? Hi, how's your morning? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks so much for calling, Cheryl. What do you want to say? I want to say the next walk Nancy Pelosi takes should be right into the interrogation room with whoever's in charge in my Congress anymore. Asking her where her loyalties lie and give her the option to um, explain it or give her a medical leave. I mean, a medical um, discharge or a medical um, papers because yeah. she's totally suffering from something. Well, I mean, she's I don't even know how old she is, but she's got to be. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, who's the Supreme Court justice? Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They're just holding on because they believe that it's their duty to. So they it, it's this whole egomaniacal thing like nobody else can do it better. No, but they're like, oh, we have to leave. We have to stay because nobody else can do it better. Nancy Pelosi, she shouldn't be Speaker of the House again. Not only was she already Speaker of the House once, but she's like 102 years old. And you've got a whole new influx of Democrats who are more prepared to deal with millennials and social media and who have these, you know, crazy socialist ideas that, I mean, they really represent the party probably more than Nancy Pelosi does. But she's just hanging in there. But she is doing everything she can, calling in every favor because she doesn't want to leave because she believes she's the only only person that can do the job. She believes she's the only one that can wield the power. Chuck Schumer, same thing. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I mean, she's not going to step down now, even though she's literally knocking on death's door. She's not going to leave because she doesn't want another conservative on the bench, even though the conservative majority um, has pretty much been wrapped up for the next 20 to 30 years. But these people are just, you know, they're they're sacrificing their lives and their health. They're sacrificing time with their family. They're sacrificing their golden years because they believe they have this duty to defeat Donald Trump. Who, let's be honest, if there's anybody here, if there's anybody in this whole scenario who's working for the greater good of America and the U.S. Constitution, it's the guy who took the oath in 2016 to defend it or in 2017 in January. And you know, I want to, I want to, because they're talking about how Donald Trump is, uh, is, is, uh, has this cover up. And uh, which is ridiculous because, again, there's no Russian collusion. It'd be different. It would be different if they found Russian collusion because then Donald Trump would be covering it up. I get that. That makes perfect sense. We found that there is evidence of collusion with Russia by the Trump campaign. We found that candidate Trump and his sons and daughters and his cohorts and his campaign manager and his lawyers and everybody else, we found that they actually met with the, the Russians, got intel from the Russians and worked together with the Russians in an effort to to thwart Hillary Clinton's chance of being president. And they colluded. They colluded to alter the outcome of the election of the United States of America for president of the United States in 2016. If they'd found evidence of that and then Donald Trump was telling his lawyers, don't go and testify. If he was telling the AG, don't show up, let him eat fried chicken. If he was if he was then saying, I'm not giving you these records, I'm, you can subpoena me all you want. You're getting nothing. Then that would be evidence of a cover up. However, the exact opposite of truth. You can't cover something up that doesn't exist. 
You know, if you have if you if you throw a blanket on an empty floor, you're not covering anything up. You're not hiding anything. You take off the blanket. There's nothing there. These people, they don't even understand what a cover up is. They're just basically what they're doing is they're going back into the playbook. They have like a little magic manual, like a little manual that says, all right, so we tried. First of all, we just investigated the hell out of this guy. That didn't work. All right. The investigation failed. So what the hell do we do now? All right. Maybe we can get him on an obstruction. Can we get did he obstruct justice at all? Wait, he didn't wait. He didn't obstruct justice. All right. Well, what next? Well, let's just say he's covering something up. Oh, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it doesn't matter what he just just say he's covering something up. It doesn't matter if he is or not. We'll just say it because that seems to work in the past. Cover up must be some kind of buzzword in the Democratic vocabulary. They they have some kind of polling data that when you say that when you say cover up, it has a negative connotation. So they're trying to link it to the president of the United States. That's all she's trying to do. She's trying to, again, link something negative a political cover-up to Donald Trump. And we believe that the president of the United States is engaged in a cover-up. And it's always, it's always, it's collusion. Oh, collusion didn't work. Obstruction, no, oh, cover-up. What else can we do? What about, what about if he's just like doing his job? And really, Donald Trump is the only one I, I feel who is doing his job in the United States uh, government. Not, and even that even goes for the Republicans. The, Republic, the Republicans shouldn't be letting any of this happen. The Republicans shouldn't be letting any of this happen. They should be standing up. They should be fighting the, the uh, Democrats tooth and nail. They should be shutting down the Senate. They should be any, any bill that comes to the Senate should be dead on arrival. Mitch McConnell should not let the Democrats do anything at all until they drop all this stuff. You know, he should get his own Congress people in his center. He should get, uh, you know, what, Justin Amash, somebody pull him back under the umbrella and realize that this is a fight of two sides, not three or four. But Donald Trump's out there all alone. He's just, he's just out there all alone. All he has is a press conference and about uh, 60 million uh, diehard Republican fans who are behind him. But when it comes to Washington, D.C., he's all alone. And he's the only one doing what he promised to do when he put his hand on the Bible and he swore to uh, – wait, wait, hold on. I have it here. Listen, this is, this is Donald Trump back in 2016, uh, 2017, January 20th. After me, I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear – I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear that I will faithfully execute that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States, the office of President of the United States, and will, to the best of my ability, and will, to the best of my ability, preserve, protect, and defend. Preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. The Constitution of the United States. So help me God. So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. Oh, and when you look at all these clowns in Washington, D.C., he's the only one that's protecting, preserving, and defending the Constitution of the United States of America. And that's why Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer are, are so angry with him, because he's doing the job he was elected to do, and they just can't have that. They just can't have that's just bad for business if you're a Democrat. 855-765-1045. Uh, quick break. We got some more of your phone calls. If you're uh, trying to get in there, we got a couple open lines. 855-765-1045. Also some open mic messages on the way. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. I walk in to look at people that had just said that I was doing a cover-up. I don't do cover-ups. He doesn't do cover-ups? What the hell was the whole Stormy Daniel thing? Oh, my God, he is pathetic. I can't believe these people blindly follow this man.
Uh, star Star 1045 is our number, or you can leave us an open mic message like that guy did there. Uh, this is Danny from Jacksonville. Danny, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Oh, doing great, man. What do you want to say today? Well, I wanted to say I think that he is covering something up, and it's enormous bald spot. <laughs> and I don't think any American can deny that his, his comb-over is one of the greatest in history, and I think that deep down most Americans understand this. Yeah, but it, that's a comb-over, not a cover-up. He doesn't do cover-ups. I was doing a cover-up. I don't do cover-ups. But he does do comb-overs, <laughs> evidently. Look, hair is very, it's a very sensitive issue to me because I don't have any. Uh, but, I, but, I do, but I do appreciate you calling. Star Star 1045 if you have a cell phone. It's the easiest way to get through. Or 855-765-1045. So, like, the, the, the thing that you have to realize when you're, when you're talking about Donald Trump and the Democrats again, and we talked about this yesterday, we talked about it today, is that everything is about the campaign and the campaign is slowly but surely the only way that the democrats are going to get rid of donald trump and that's why impeachment even though donald trump keeps bringing it up the big i word yeah and even even though a lot of democrats keep bringing it up they're not they don't want that nancy pelosi joe biden petrified petrified over the thought of having to uh, explain impeachment I mean, Joe Biden has been in Washington, D.C. long enough to know what's an impeachable offense and what warrants it and when it should be used. And if he takes a stand, which he's, they're all going to have to do it. It's too big an issue not to take a stand on. If he doesn't take a stand on it, he doesn't look like he's a good leader. And if he does take a stand on it, he's going to lose one huge, uh, overwhelming part of the, of the Democratic population. And the other thing is, the other thing is, think about this. If Nancy Pelosi starts impeachment processes now, if if Jerry Nadler and the Senate Judiciary or the uh, Con Congressional Judiciary Committee, if they start the impeachment process and the impeachment proceedings go through and Donald Trump is impeached before the election, what do they run on in 2020? What do they run on? If they impeach Donald Trump before 2020, what the hell do the Democrats run on? You know how they got elected last time around in 2018? They all said we're going to impeach Donald Trump. And if they do that, what's left? What else does their what else does their base want? Nothing. That's it. All they want is free college. All they want are is uh, like free air or environmental problems to be fixed. And then they want Trump out of office. So if they impeach Donald Trump, what platform do they have? They have none. They have nothing to go on. They have no they have no other options. What impeach him and then and then give him all the power so that he can go forward and say these people tried to impeach me for governing. These people tried to impeach me for following the rules. These people tried to impeach me because I was doing what you, the voters, asked me to do. How is fulfilling my obligation, the oath of office that I took, the oath of office where I said I would protect, defend and honor the Constitution of the United States of America? How is doing that an impeachable offense? They have not their own. When your only platform is impeachment, you don't want to take that away before an election. And Nancy Pelosi, as 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 demented as she seems to be on the outside, on the inside, still understands that and is trying to convey that to her constituents and trying to convey that to the other people in the Congress. And Donald Trump, who has all of his faculties firmly in place, knows that impeachment is great for him and his campaign. The big I word, the big I word, it will lead to an immense victory for him. Because anything the Democrats do toward impeachment between now and Election Day strengthens, angers, emboldens his base and brings moderates closer to the Republican Party than it does to the Democrats. 855-765-1045. David on the West Side. Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. How you doing, David? 
Okay. I just wanted to say that nobody has ever been in government that's as strong as Donald Trump and put up with the mess that they've been you know, throwing on them. Not only that, but now I can now I can actually see how crooked our government is because Donald Trump is uh, more or less showing everybody it. And I don't, I I wouldn't run again. I want him to run again. Of course I do. But um, he's rich enough. He could just go travel the world and put all this mess behind him. Oh, yeah. He's traveling the world now, but he's doing it to meet with the world leaders and make America great again. It, he, he doesn't not want to run. He's already said he's I mean, he was he was at the campaign rally the other day testing out two new slogans. He was trying to get the crazy. He's like, applaud if you like, keep America great. And everyone would cheer. It, I mean, it's going to happen. The fact of the matter is, though, and you bring up a great point. Never before have we seen how crooked and two-faced Washington can be since until yesterday. And yesterday, Nancy Pelosi gave us the exact prime example of how crooked and two-faced this country is. She had a meeting in the morning with Democrats plotting to overthrow the president, plotting his impeachment. And then just minutes later, minutes later, she went to the White House in a meeting with the president to try to work together on a bipartisan infrastructure uh, package. Her only problem and the biggest problem that she ran into is that between meeting number one, where she tried to overthrow the guy that she was meeting with and meeting number two, she opened her big mouth and said, and we believe that the president of the United States is engaged in a cover up. That was a problem. She should have just gotten in the car, gone to the White House. None of this would have been going on today. 855-765-1045 is the number. This is the Marque Show. Quick break. More coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. 855-765-1045 is the number. We got an open mic message uh, that is actually makes a lot of sense. Just a little friendly reminder, Democrats. You lost. Now, uh, thank you for that. 855-765-1045. Um, a lot of buzz about what happened yesterday. Donald Trump. And here's the other good thing, too. You know, there is a there is a huge primary going on with a lot of Democrats who are trying to make headlines and they're trying to make waves. And you've got Pete Buttigieg and you've got Joe Biden and you've got uh, Bernie Sanders, who's just I mean, Bernie Sanders is fault like like slipping into the quicksand so, so fast. He's almost non-existent anymore. And these guys are all trying to fight for headlines. They're all trying to get heard. And Donald Trump, every single time they try to do something that gets them on CNN or on Fox News steals their sunshine, steals their spotlight, and uh, which could be, again, one of his tactics to keep them, you know, to keep them out of the press. Because as we all know, there is no such thing as bad publicity. Diane from Palm Coast. How are you, Diane? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, good to talk to you, uh, Mark. I was just uh, telling your call screen. I was like so infuriated. I was like this morning when I got in my car, it was on a different radio station. I don't know who did that, but anyway, it was oh, a no. CBS station. Yeah, really. Oh yeah, you and, gotta. They, um, if it was one of the kids, punish them. <laughs> they, they need to be grounded for that. I'm going to. Yeah. They're already in the backyard, tied up. Um, um, but anyway, you know, there's a PBS station which I'm sure gets public funding, and this sanctimonious moron was giving his definition of impeachment. Yeah. Um, he said the Constitution says high crimes and misdemeanors, but basically it's whatever the, con the House says it is. So it actually could be um, if somebody's just not following political norms, they could be impeached. 
Could you could you imagine that? Could you imagine somebody um, actually thinking that, saying that, and the Congress following that? I mean, that's like a banana republic. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they. I mean, it could be it could be something as simple as he's not fit for office. Well, why not? Well, because you know we gave the example of like uh, passing gas during the State of the Union address, or clipping his toenails during a, a press conference, or I mean anything at all. The Democrats could decide doesn't make the man fit for office, and and he can be impeached. So the the, the issue is though removal from office, and and thank God that lies with the Senate, and the Senate thank is, God. is yeah. still in the. Uh, firmly in Republican control. And that's something that Donald Trump knew. You know, a lot of people, thanks so much for calling, Diane. We appreciate it. Uh, and don't forget to throw those kids some food every now and then. You know, we don't want them. And some sunscreen, too. Uh, but here's the thing. We don't want... We don't want to forget that Donald Trump knows what's happening, and he knew what was happening in the last in the last election, and that's why you remember remember he went to Texas and he campaigned for Ted Cruz because he needed Ted Cruz to beat back Beto O'Rourke, and he came here to Florida and he was he was arm in arm with Ron DeSantis and he was hand in hand with Governor Scott as he made his senatorial uh, bid, and and we won that election, and he he knew that the Senate. This is the thing. People think Donald Trump is a constitutional moron. They think Donald Trump is this idiot. They think he's blundering. They think he has no idea what's going on. But really, Donald Trump knows exactly what's going on. And he knows that impeachment is one thing. Removal from office is totally different. And who removes presidents from office? The Senate. The Senate is the only body that can remove a sitting president from office. Impeachment is in the House. Removal from office is in the Senate. So what did he do? He concentrated on the Senate and he shored up the Senate and he said, look, uh, what are the odds that we're going to be able to keep the House of Representatives? What with all of these lame Republicans who are fleeing and retiring and saying, oh, they want to go back and work in the private sector. Oh, they're sick and tired of, of, of being in politics. No, they basically were scared to run and they didn't like Donald Trump and they didn't want to be associated with the party anymore. So they ditched, you know, they pieced out that joint. Well, that put Donald Trump in a bad situation. Uh, he could concentrate on some congressional races, but he wasn't going to keep the, the majority in the House. He knew that impeachment was on the table. He knew it was a dead-end road to hoe, so he spent his time on the Senate. And he went to Florida several times. He went to Texas Florida several times. He went to all the big Senate races. He watched carefully. He shored up support. He got the donors in line. He went to dinners. He campaigned for the senators in 2018 almost as hard as he did for himself in 2016 and almost as hard as he's going to do for himself in 2020 because he needed the Senate to remain firmly in Republican control, which it did. Not only that, as he's happy to tell you over and over again, we picked up some seats. So there you go. That's his insurance policy. And on and then on the flip side, having a common enemy in the House of Representatives, having them in control of the House, having them stonewall, you know, having them uh, having them do these ridiculous things, having them show their true colors. And Nancy Pelosi, she may be trying to spin this. You know, they may be trying to spin this as Trump getting angry. And Donald Trump, and Donald Trump, he took the Twitter and goes, I wasn't angry. I was very calm. I walked in. I said, hey, guys, listen, we're not going to meet today because you're chasing these bogus witch hunt claims still. You literally just walked out of a meeting and accused me of a cover up. And I'm not going to meet with you about infrastructure. So you go and finish your investigation. He didn't even say shut him down. He didn't even say stop it. He said, finish it, finish it up. And then we'll you can't do both. So the Democrats now are going to have to choose. Do they want to legislate? Or do they want to, uh, do, do, or do they want to, uh, you know, investigate? Do they want to be the judicial branch or the legislative branch? And that's something I was listening to Mark Stein on the way home. Mark Stein was filling in for Rush yesterday. And he said, it's a bizarre time 
in America. Only he has his accent, right? He's a, he's a, so he said, it's a bizarre time. And he's got a weird British accent. But anyway, he comes in and he says, look, this is bizarre because you have the legislative branch who is pretending to be the judiciary and a judicial, judicial branch that's pretending to be legislative. You've got you've got and he's right about that. You've got all these judges all across America who are legislating from the bench. And then you've got the legislative branch, mainly the Congress. And all they're doing is holding hearings and inter- hearings and interviewing witnesses and investigating. They're trying to be the judicial branch. Nobody wants to be the branch that they are. Except, of course, for Donald Trump, the executive branch. Donald Trump is the only person in our three branch system of government who is doing what they're supposed to do. Donald Trump is is running the military. He's meeting with leaders. He's working on trade. He's working on infrastructure. He's running the executive branch. He's doing everything that the executive needs to be doing. While the other two branches are trying, are pretending like they're the other branch. All of these Democrats are pretending that they're prosecutors and judges and juries. And all of these judges are pretending that they're in the legislative branch and they're going to tell people via decision, via court order, via, via, you know, the edict or via, um, you know, any kind of appeal that they'd like to overthrow. They are basically sitting there and they are trying to explain to people, hey, we're judges, but we're going to make some legislative uh, inroads because that's what we want to do. It's really it is. It's a bizarre time in American history. Uh, but I guess, you know, they're all kind of they're all kind of bizarre times. Henry from Green Cove, how are you? Great. Thanks for taking my uh, call, Mark. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a long-time man. listener. Hey, um, a couple of things. Yesterday when Nancy Pelosi was making that announcement yeah. just before she went to meet with Trump, she said that nobody's above the law. And the first thing that came to my mind was, uh, you know, the Clintons, uh, also the top FBI leadership, um, including, including uh, Comey. I mean, they all think they're above the law and that they are the law. But and one other point I want to make is that I think this Congress approval ratings, it's already in the gutter. But I think I don't know how it can get any lower after all of this, because we, the taxpayers, pay their salary to get results and they're not getting any results. So therefore, uh, they shouldn't get paid. Uh, they, well, I mean, look, uh, except in their mind, they are getting results. Every time they get a judge to say, yes, you can see uh, Donald Trump's bank records. Every time they issue a subpoena and somebody comes to uh, Congress and answers their questions. Every time, you know, I, the, the, the bar or Mueller, every time they spend millions of, they think they're getting results. You know, every time Donald Trump blows up in front of a camera, that's the result that they want. Yeah, sure. You, as a conservative voter, wanted them to, you know, go in there and do actual work for the country. But that's not that's not how they measure success. Everybody measures. And that's the thing about this two party system. Everybody measures success differently for the Republicans. Success is in lowering taxes. Boosting the economy, lowering unemployment, strengthening the border, coming up with an immigration policy, protecting the unborn over and over again. There's, you know, maintaining and protecting the Constitution of the United States of America, all of the freedoms that were given, not turning this from a uh, from a a Republican democracy into or a Democratic Republic, rather, into a socialist society. That's success when you're a Republican, when you're a Democrat. Success is getting the president of the United States impeached and that's basically it 
that's their one that's their that's how that's where they've set the bar and until they cross over it a lot of them will consider themselves to be massive failures 855-765-1045 we gotta take another quick break we got a bunch of people we're gonna get your calls here we've got some what the bleep we're gonna play today too which is very exciting it's all coming up on news 104.5 wokv so (laughs) josh uh did you wear a space force button yesterday no. Oh, but I have one that has astronauts on it. Yeah, and so that might be a your space force button. Oh, your space force. I'm logo. sorry, your space force button up. Yeah, apparently yeah. we're not coordinating our t-shirts uh, according to our oh, live right. streamers because you have a space force with the astronauts on it yep. shirt, and I have a NASA t-shirt, and we wear them on opposite days. That would have been great. We need to pick a day that's like space day, and we'll wear that. Like the second Tuesday of every month will be space day. Okay. And we'll wear those shirts according. And by the way, thanks guys for paying. Two Tuesdays and beyond. It's a little creepy that you guys are paying this close attention to what we're wearing, but that's okay. I appreciate I appreciate you guys watching and streaming. And we do watch and we do stream every day on Facebook. Uh, we have a huge audience on Facebook and a lot of really cool people that that have. It's like a show in and of itself. And the people on Facebook, they just, man, they just, they just go at it and they don't stop. It's awesome. And then, of course, we have a Twitch, which Twitch is a totally different animal. It's usually, and Twitch, for those of you that don't know, is a video game streaming system. It's where those people that are professional gamers, and yes, that's a thing, they play video games, they live stream it on Twitch, people watch them, and then they cheer and they throw money at them and they buy them stuff, and these people make thousands and thousands of dollars playing video games, which is, uh, really disturbing because I played video games for free. For years. Now, in fact, I probably lost a lot of money playing video games, uh, you know, skipping my college classes and, and we, uh, that's neither, that's in the past and we're not going to dwell on it. But anyway, we appreciate all of our audiences and even the, uh, even the two people that watch on, on Periscope every single day. 855-765-1045 is the number. A couple more, uh, couple more comments on this and I want to move on to something else, but we've got Sean who's been waiting very patiently. Sean, you're calling from New York. Yes, sir. New York. Oh, do what, what part of New York are you in? Are you in the Democratic part or the rest of the state? I'm yeah, exactly. I'm in the rest of the state, okay. away from all that. All right, gotcha. <laughs> What's going on, man? What do you want to say? Oh, I'm just I'm listening to your show. It's it's awesome. I'm glad glad to, you know you guys are pro Donald Trump. Um, where I'm from, it's uh, Finger Lakes area. Okay. And most everybody else around here has Trump signs. It's, you know, it's Donald Trump everywhere. Yeah. And uh, I, was, I went to a, a meeting yesterday in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I'm in the aggregate industry. Okay. Um, and this was just a training program for aerial lifts and stuff like that. I got to talking with some guys over there. And uh, one of the guys there gave me a name that he thought would perfectly fit the Democratic Party right now. And uh, I'll have to see what you think. Uh, political terrorists. Oh, hundred percent. That's a great. Yeah, that's a that's a perfect one. That's exactly what they are. <laughs> they are political terrorists. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. You know, I'm 31 years old. I've uh, never really been into politics too much until Donald Trump was elected president. Because you know, I had my cu- couple doubts. You know, I wasn't too sure yeah. with the uh, media. You know, and everybody else doubting him. But you know, so far, I think he's. Awesome. I mean, a lot of people here in New York State even think he's awesome, except for the, you know, like you said, the Democrat part. They're New York City, yeah. whatever else. 
New and you look, New York gets a New York gets a bum around. My in-laws are from Batavia, New York, which is probably not too far from where you are. And we, no, it's not too far. It's about forty-five minutes. Yeah. Okay. So we flew into Buffalo. We went. They had a uh, they had a big family reunion. It was 2016. It was right before the election. And my in-laws, they're they're from you know they're from the Maryland area. They're they're lifelong Democrats. And we like to argue politics and stuff. But we were driving from Buffalo to Batavia, and it's a lot of farmland. It's a lot of rural New York. The you know it's it's what New York for the for the most of New York. It's really representative of what it's like. And every, yeah. I want to say every quarter mile, Trump sign, Trump sign, Trump sign. There were bars yeah. painted with Donald Trump, Trump pence. And they were in yeah. disbelief. They couldn't believe they were in New York State. And it was just Trump, Trump, Trump. And, of course, I was loving every minute. I was like, hey, look, there's another one. Isn't that wild here in New York? There's all these. Look, another Trump sign. I've, how many Hillary signs? You know what? Have we seen any Hillary signs? And that's what's uh, really no. interesting that people don't realize. It, it literally is New York and L.A. Um, in the, and in California, a lot of the rural and agricultural parts of California are the same way. But, Sean, listen, we appreciate you calling, and, and thanks for sharing that with me. And, and political terrorism, that's exactly what they do. You know, terrorists, they do these things, and they try to they try to scare you. They try to – the reason terrorist acts succeed is because they terrorize you. They make you scared. They put it in your head that you are then afraid to go to – let's say, for example, there's a bombing at a movie theater. Let's say that, uh, that a terrorist, maybe the one they just let out of prison – Maybe the uh, maybe the American Taliban. He's out of prison now. Maybe he goes to a movie theater and he has a bomb, one of those one of those crockpot bombs with nails in it, and it explodes. Boom! And a couple people die, and a couple other people lose legs. Well, guess what happens to the rest of America? A lot of people are scared to go to the movie theater. That's what terrorism is about. It's about terrorizing you to the point where you no longer want to do the things you want to do or that you you enjoy doing or that you know in your heart of hearts is is fun and exciting. It's they hate your way of life. So they're going to instill fear inside of you. So you alter the way you live. And the Democrats are doing that. They're making you they're making you afraid of now of of global warming, of the earth being gone in 12 years, 12 years. The ridiculousness. They're trying to terrorize you with these stories and these Al Gore theories and slideshows and Oprah Winfrey producing these films about global warming so that you are terror, you are scared. And in doing so, you stop drinking out of plastic straws and you buy an electric car instead of a Hummer. They put Hummer out of business. That is because they terrorize people that their SUVs were killing the planet. 855-765-1045. It's a great call. Thanks for listening in New York. We appreciate it. Quick break. It's the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Y'all got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5. So uh, the other Josh, by the way, he will he rides his bike to work every now and then. And I found out something very interesting today. I found out that he, it's, it's a girl bike, basically, that he's riding. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's even a, a, it's it's not a, even a boy frame. Bike. It's a small frame yeah. bike. It's a custom fit for my mother-in-law. You're riding your mother-in-law's bike? That's right. Why are you not riding like a man bike like men do? Because I don't have a bike and she wasn't using hers. Yours. So, so, I, so I wanted to give it a shot. And there's one, so I wanted. I figured I'd try this one for free for a bit, and if I love it, then I'll get a man bike. Do you? Lo- are you going to get a man bike? Did you? Are you hooked because you've been riding your bike to work now for several days? Yeah, uh, eventually. 
It's only seven miles, so it's nothing too crazy. Yeah. Maybe if I move away farther, I might get a better bike. Does it? Is it pink? What color is it? It's is it white. Like, it's white. But, but the blue is a little uh, a lighter blue. Does it have a pink. crossbar, or is it one of those step-through ones? Is there a basket? Does it's it have not a, a basket. No, no it's basket. not one of those beach cruisers. Okay. It's is a hybrid it, bike. Doesn't have a little bell that goes like, or tassels? Are there tassels? It should have had tassels. It doesn't, but I'm going to put some on. <laughs> really? That's really? That's All right. Well, listen. Well, that sounds that sounds great. So, all right, so you, you think you might want a man bike? Eventually. Okay. Sure. Once I start getting too uncomfortable. Yeah. Because you're a big dude. I mean, if anyone needs a custom built, built bike, I mean, how tall are you? Six one. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh you definitely. God. Yeah. And she's five four. So it's a little, little off. <laughs> okay, all right, well, it works. It works for now. No, listen, and you're saving the environment. So that's also, that's an added benefit. Uh, eight, five, five, seven. Where were we? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, one, oh, four, five. Sorry. Just, and we talk during the commercials. We've, I also found out the other Josh has never had a pedicure or a massage. Which, if you keep riding that little bitty girl bike, you're going to need Eventually, both. Yeah. You're going to need a massage because you're not going to be able to move your back. Um, so we were talking about maybe one day going to get pedicures together, which is uh, yeah, I mean, probably weird for men to do together. But, you know, whatever. There's got to be there's got to be a place where dudes can go and get pedicures and feel like dudes. Yeah, like the uh, sports clips for pedicures. <laughs> sports, yeah. You can just watch sports. Yeah, that's and exactly know. right. Yeah, Scott's in there shaking his head saying absolutely not. There's got to be a pedicure place with a bar somewhere in Jacksonville where we can do like if shots. Not, there's going to be. Oh, yeah, there will be in about 20 minutes. Someone's going to text me in a minute and send me like, uh, oh, my buddy has this. Uh, 855-765-1045. Anyway, let's get back to business. So we've got what the, uh, what the bleep coming up here in just a minute. First, though, Tony's in Georgia. Tony, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Today. Doing great. What do you want to say? Well, you know, I watched this uh, whole thing with Trump going and uh, the investigations and upon investigations, and every time something comes up where it seems like it's fading off, they come up with something new to try to go after about. And I think it's just a delaying tactic in a certain aspect because they're trying to get rid of the evidence that can clean up the swamp and also try to get rid of the evidence and how they got rid of the evidence along yeah. the way. Maybe I'm 100% wrong, but I think that's part of the process. Yes, they want to get rid of Trump, majority of Democrats, but that core deep state people that have been there for 20, 30, 40 years in Washington, they want to keep what they got, and I think that's part of their plan. Uh, it's a, and I don't think you're 100% wrong at all. In fact, you're probably closer to 100% right. Sure, th- think about this. If if Will Barr gets up there, if Bill Barr gets up there and says, you know what, I believe there was spying on the president during the campaign. You know what? I believe that these FISA warrants were not necessarily warranted. And we're going to. And you know what? Since there was no Russian collusion, we've really got to start looking back to how this all started. We've got to start investigating these FBI agents and we've got to start investigating the CIA agents and we've got to start investigating everyone in the Democratic Party who worked uh, with Fusion GPS and got this, you know, got this, this report, this dossier written in the first place. And we've got to look at the judges. We've got to look at every part of this and start investigating these FISA applications, these, these, these wiretaps and figure out where did Russian collusion actually start? And it was about that same time when Bill Barr started saying all this stuff. It was about that same exact time that the Democrats started ratcheting up their attacks on Donald Trump again. It was about that same time that subpoenas started flying out the door of the Congressional Judiciary Committee again. It was about that same time that they started eating fried chicken on the dais. It was about that same time that Nancy Pelosi started getting out in front of the microphones and accusing Donald Trump of a cover-up. Why? Well, because it deflects from the actual cover-up, which is whatever happened with the Democrats in the first place that led them to get the dossier and the FISA warrant and the uh, wiretaps on the Trump campaign. So 
I don't think you're 100% wrong at all. Ed in Jacksonville. How are you, Ed? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, hey, Mark, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Uh, two things uh, uh, I'd like to uh, to say. First, uh, uh, now that the uh, that Joe Biden is in the race, uh, the revisionist Democrats are at it again, saying, hey, uh, you know, Obama's responsible for this economy, which is a bunch of you-know-what. Uh, what I, I'd like to hear from the Republicans is a big response to that, saying, hey, listen, you know, had it not been for the for the elimination of these uh, business unfriendly regulations, the tax cuts, uh, the, the NAFTA deal, this economy would not be where we are today. Yeah. That should be the response that that the Republicans need to vigorously uh, say. The other thing uh, on this investigation, I like to hear. I don't hear anything about who authorized the destruction of the Clinton emails, because from what I understand, there was court order not to tamper with yeah. those. Now, yeah, no, and that's... Lawyers destroyed all of that, and I'd like to know who authorized it, and I think Bill Barr should take a look at those. Well, that's exactly what he's doing. He's investigating the entire, and that's a great point, too. And the, here's the thing about Joe Biden. Joe Biden's in a tough spot. I mean, yes, he's way ahead, but look, you can't, you can't hang your hot, hat on anything that Barack Obama did because you're vice president. And whether or not he was in the room, whether or not he was with Obama, whether or not he was making these decisions, he's the vice president. And everyone knows that the most ridiculously pointless and worthless job in the world is vice president. Unless, of course, you're Dick Cheney, in which case they make movies about how you were actually the mastermind behind everything that happened the eight years you were in the White House. But the, the, the most pointless and, and ridiculous job in the world is, is vice president. You don't do anything except wait for the president to become dead or incapacitated and then jump into the position of being the most powerful person in the world. So it's tough for him to say the Obama economy, I had a lot to do with that. Now, on the other hand, he's also been a senator for a long time, and there is a lot of stuff that he did have a hand in, and not all of it was great. In fact, most of it was horrible. And that's going to come up and bite him in the butt, too. So tough spot being in the position he's in. He's not a newcomer to politics like Pete Buttigieg. Another reason Pete Buttigieg is so attractive, not just because he's got good hair and he's like 32 years old and he's got a cute husband. Not all that. He also has no record. He's not done anything. And when you haven't done anything in your life, it's very tough to get blamed for something. 855-765-1045. Van in Orange Park, how are you? Hey, buddy, how are you today? Hey, good, William. What do you want to say? Hey, first of all, God bless Donald Trump. <laughs> and uh, the pedicure. I did the first point of my life about two weeks ago, and I went to Walmart. Now, I'm telling you, it's like going to heaven. Oh, you went to Walmart? <laughs> I went to Walmart, and it's like going to heaven. Not the first time somebody said that, I bet. Hey, listen, we're going to play some What the Bleep. If you want to win a Mark K Show prize pack with some News 104.5 WOKV swag, here's what you do. Get on the horn right now. We need two contestants. 855-765-1045. If you've never played before, it's an awesome game. We take a clip from some speech that was given over the past week. We bleep out one word, and you just have to tell us what the bleep. We'll play it right after this on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name's Marque. Thanks so much for joining us today. Folks, we're so excited that you're here. Game show's almost over, man. We've only got one more thing to do, and that is play some What the Bleep. And we've got two contestants on the line. Chris from Fernandina Beach. Chris, how you doing? Fernandina Beach. Chris, how you doing? Doing good, thank you. Oh, good. Do me a favor, Chris, and just turn that radio down for me. Uh, you're going to be playing against John today. John's on uh, Bay Meadows somewhere. John, how are you? 
Hey, I'm good. Oh, good. Uh, all right, here, guys. Uh, here's how we do this. We're going to play What the Bleep, and basically, I'm going to play you a clip from something that happened over the week. All you have to do is listen for the bleeped-out word. It's one word. If there's multiple bleeps, it's the same word bleeped out multiple times, and you just have to tell me what the bleep. If you get it right, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins a very cool Mark K. Show t-shirt prize pack uh, filled with some News 104.5 WOKV swag as well. You guys have any questions? Nope. Do you guys ready to go? Yep. All right, perfect. Chris, Chris, we're going to start with you, okay? Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. This is Donald Trump speaking yesterday in the Rose Garden at the White House. Listen carefully. Oh, hold on. Let me, this always, always, I wouldn't be what the bleep if I didn't screw it up with the first clip. Here we go. It turns out I'm the most, and I think most of you would agree to this, I'm the most president probably in the history of this country. What, what, what the bleep, Chris? Transparent. Transparent. Let's see. It turns out I'm the most, and I think most of you would agree to this, I'm the most transparent president probably in the history of this country. Look at that. Bravo. See, that's how you play. That's how you play, Chris. Right out of the gate. Good job. You got a point. All right, John, you ready? I'm ready. Listen carefully, John. This is Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she's talking uh, right after her White House meeting yesterday with Chuck Schumer. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. Uh, didn't Wasn't really... Uh, respectful of the re- of the Congress and the White House working together. He just took a <laughs> what? Wow. what the bleep, uh, John? Um, and she's hard to understand even when you don't bleep it out. I, um, I know, it's really tough. Here, listen to the end part one more time. Listen carefully. Congress and the White House working together. He just took a Typical Trump. What what is this? Say it again. Uh, Trump. Took a Trump. Trump. It sounds like Trump. All right, let's listen. Here's what she said. Listen carefully. Congress and the White House working together. He just took a pass. Took a pass. Yeah, that was a Uh, a tricky one. That's all right. And it is tough with Nancy Pelosi. That's okay. It's still anyone's game. Chris, we go back to you. Uh, Senator Chuck Schumer speaking yesterday at the White House. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep. To watch what happened in the White House would make your (laughs) drop. (laughs) What the bleep, Chris? Joe. Joe. Let's listen carefully and see. To watch what happened in the White House would make your jaw drop. Uh, You're good at this game. You're good at this game. All right, uh, John, back to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. All right. This is Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper talking yesterday with somebody on his show, Anderson Cooper 360. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep. Another big court defeat for President Trump. For the second time this week, a federal judge has ruled Congress has the right to see the president's <laughs> records. <laughs> what the bleep, John? Tax. Tax? Um, actually, can I change my answer? Sure. Go ahead. How about business? Business. All right, let's listen carefully and see. Another big court defeat for President Trump. For the second time this week, a federal judge has ruled Congress has the right to see the president's financial records. Oh, you were all, you were so cool. You were right, right around it. Business, taxes, it was financial. Uh, no sweat. Hang tight. You're still You're still in it. All right, here we go. Chris, uh, you can put it away right here. This is William Barr discussing something or other somewhere yesterday. Listen carefully and tell us what the bleep. For the very same reason, we should be worried about whether government officials abuse their power and put their on the scale. <laughs> what, what, what the bleep, Chris? 
finger. Their finger. For the very same reason, we should be worried about whether government officials abuse their power and put their thumb on the scale. Oh, wow. Thumb, finger, close, but I'm sorry. That is... That is that is incorrect. Uh, all right, John, here we go. It's a two to one, but I'll tell you what, this is our last one. If you get this one right, we'll give you both prize packs. Are you ready? All right. All right, I'm listen ready. carefully, John. This is Donald Trump at his rally in Pennsylvania earlier this week. Listen carefully. Tell us what the bleep. I think next time we'll just have to get a bigger. That's a big. We're going to have to get a bigger. <laughs> what the bleep, John? Uh, bigger venue. Bigger venue. I think next time we'll just have to get a bigger hanger. That's a big hanger. We're going to have to get a bigger. Again, very close, but uh, with a score of two to nothing, Chris, congratulations. You're a big winner. You get the Marque Show prize back. Nicely done. Thank you. You are so welcome. Everybody else, listen, tomorrow's Friday. It's going to be an awesome day. We've got a little fake news Friday action going on. We're going to follow this intense battle between the president and Nancy Pelosi, and we're going to see where it leads us. Until then, stay tuned. Uh, we've got traffic, weather. We've got the news and Rush Limbaugh coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. See ya. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.